Hi, friends. Happy Thursday. Well, it's Thursday where I am in time and space. Oh, I'm excited to talk to you today about words, specifically words of the year. I don't particularly think I'm someone who is cynical, but I've always kind of looked at things like New Year's resolutions and when people choose a word of the year, sort of, I just can't quite get on board. And I don't know where you sit on the spectrum of those things, but if you're anything like me, it's hard to wrap your head around, I don't know, there's just high expectations when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions and there's high expectations when you choose a word that you're supposed to be focused on for an entire year, which can sometimes feel like an eternity. But a couple of years ago, something happened. I don't remember what it was that even led me to thinking about a word of the year. And I remember at the time, I just latched onto this word for some reason. And I thought, well, I can get on board with that. And the word of the year at the time, this was in the late 2019, early 2020. And the word was strong. And I was in my early 40s. You know, I hadn't worked out really since I'd had kids. I'd been feeling this itch to just get up and do something differently. And I had just finished up a mastermind for small businesses. And for whatever reason, this word strong bubbled up to the surface. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give that a shot. I'll just pretend it's my word of the year. I'm not really going to commit to it because I don't commit to things like that. I'm not the kind of person who commits to things like that. And so it just was there in the back of my mind. And so at the time I was looking for a workout program and what I wound up doing was like beach body on demand. And I did one program. I committed to one full program and it was like six weeks or something. And I finished the program and I felt a little bit stronger than when I had started. And so I looked for the next program and then I finished that program and I looked for the next program. And before I knew it, the word strong had become sort of my mantra for those months in the early stages of 2020. And then the pandemic hit and I thought, well, I mean, what else am I going to do? I'm home. I may as well keep working out. And so I did. And then I wound up taking on the responsibility of homeschooling my girls and we were home a lot and we had to stay mentally strong. So I was physically increasing my capacity of strength. I was increasing the capacity of mental strength that I had. We were all going a little stir crazy. But there was something in that year that I just sort of linked up this, okay, this word of the year thing might not be so bad. And so the next year is when my life felt like it was in complete upheaval. And again, this word just sort of hit me at the beginning of the year and it was the word whole. And I remember wanting to feel whole, wanting to feel like my whole self. And I reread the book, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown and just sort of got my hands on whatever I could that, that made me feel like I was working my way toward wholehearted living. 
And so that became my word of the year for 2021. Fast forward to this last November and the dust had sort of settled on the year and things were, you know, the year was wrapping up, things were coming to a close. And I knew that going into this next year, I wanted things to look a little bit differently than they had in the past. I wanted to feel more settled. Oh, actually, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I skipped a year. So in 2020, my word was strong. In 2021, my word was whole. And in 2022, my word was settled. And the reason I wanted to be settled was because of all the things I, that I had been in transition. I'd been in transition with my home. I'd been in transition with the status of my relationship. I'd been in the transition of you know, homeschooling back into some sort of a hybrid program for the girls' school. Everything just felt like it was up in the air. And so for 2022, I just really wanted to feel settled. And by this last November, December, I finally was getting there. I finally felt like, yes, I'd worked my way toward being settled. And so as I was journaling at the end of November, I was just sitting in the quiet. I didn't have any plans to choose a word of the year for 2023. I thought maybe that had run its course. And then one day I was journaling and I just asked God the question, what is it that you want to teach me? And I heard him say so clearly, joy, my darling, is found in the present. Regardless of your circumstance, regardless of tomorrow, I can fill your days with joy and peace if you allow me to. And that just struck me as exactly what I needed to hear in that moment, but it also brought into focus the word joy. I think so many of us are desperately seeking joy. We're seeking joy externally. We're seeking joy in what we do. We're seeking joy in who we're with. We're seeking joy in experiences that are outside of us. We're trying to bring the outside goodness in. And what I heard that day in November was the opposite. That God can fill us with joy from the inside out without us even having to do anything. That our circumstances don't matter and that what we do on the outside doesn't matter. That if we're willing to just sit and let God sort of fill us first with the joy that he has readily available, we can then go out and experience more joy. To take the experience of internal joy and live it out into the world as opposed to going out like we're on a treasure hunt for joy to bring it in, to put it away. And it was a big internal shift for me. I can't remember if I've talked at all about the Enneagram. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, it's kind of like a personality test. At the end of it, you're given a number, and the number has all of your personality traits. And I just so happen to be an Enneagram 4. I think it's labeled as the romantic. But really what that means is a lot of my life <laughs> revolves around seeking, um, I just want for things to feel a certain way. 
I, I romanticize what life should feel like. And when it doesn't, I get disappointed. And so this idea that joy starts from the inside and comes from the inside and, and allows me to live it out. It wasn't a new concept, but it just really landed on me differently than maybe some words or the concept has in the past. And at the time, I remember closing my journal and I looked up and ironically, I'd already decorated my house for Christmas. And the only word that had anything to do with Christmas around my house was joy. The stocking holder said joy. The little sign on my counter said joy. The little snow globe had the word joy on the inside of it. And I was surrounded by this word and I thought, yep, that's a sign. I think this needs to be my word for the year. And I'm so intrigued because I don't know what will come of 2023, but I'm super excited to just sit with this idea that if joy comes from God and I let him fill me first and I start my day with that, what's possible in my life? If I'm living from a place of joy, instead of looking to my circumstances to give me joy, what's possible? So I wanna turn that question back around to you and I wanna ask, do you believe in this concept, first of all, for your word of the year? And if so, have you chosen a word for 2023? I mean, it's the first week of February, so if you haven't, now would be a great time to do so. There's lots of time left in the year. If you have chosen a word, what's your word? I'm so curious to know how this concept lands on other people. I was on Instagram the other day and I just so happened to come across a post by Jenna Kutcher and her word for last year was vibrant. And I love that word because it's so visual. And she had put together this reel of all the different things that she had done in her life to create vibrancy. And I just thought it was so inspiring. And it made me think about what is my reel going to look like at the end of this year? And I say that sort of tongue in cheek because I'm not sure I'm going to put together an Instagram reel that has to do with joy. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But what I want to know is what does my internal reel look like? What are the words going to look like that I'm writing in my journal this year if joy is my focus? I can tell you that I already feel a shift. That my own focus is different at the beginning of this year than it has been in years past. I'm already feeling the joy that I know comes from God. Even on the really hard days, I can be grateful at the end of the day for the things that I wasn't expecting or just in general for the feeling of peace or the moments of laughter that happen without me having to work too hard. Joy is found in the present, not in the future, not in what we hope to happen. Joy is available now. I would encourage you to sit with this, whether your word for this year is joy or something entirely different. I'd just love to know what you think about this. I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. 
I've been working on an audio course all about journaling on purpose. Because when I sit down to journal, I actually have purpose in mind. It's great to get all the thoughts out of my head, but I really do have a method to my madness. There is a reason why I'm sitting down to journal and I get something out of it every single time. If I didn't, I wouldn't do it. And so this course that I'm creating is all about journaling on purpose and showing you the method that I sort of take myself through as part of this larger conversation that I'm having with God throughout the year. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to talk about the way I visualize my future, the way I visualize my present, but also the way I visualize my future and how that dictates how I show up every day and the questions that I ask of God to direct my path along the way. And I want to talk to you specifically about the difference between goal setting, which is talked about often in our culture, and crafting a vision for your life, which is much different. And I know that crafting a vision has really worked for me, and I hope I can show it to you in a way that it begins to work for you too. So in the coming weeks, we're going to have some of those conversations. And so I hope you'll stick around for those. In the meantime, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. I'm so excited that it's live. And if you want to write me a note, send me your word of the year. I'd love to know what it is. You can send me a note at hello at be still with Bobby. That's Bobby with an I dot com. Tell me what your word of the year is or tell me how my word of the year lands with you. Until next time. Bye for now.